Hello, I'm John, the executive producer here at Final Show Films. I got a few notes for you before the show. First, I want to thank you all for watching. We couldn't do what we do or the amount of things that we do without the support of you, the viewer. If you want to support us financially, which we always appreciate, you can go to our Patreon page at patreon.com fsfilms, where you can donate as little as a dollar a month to help us continue this and all the things that we do. I want to give a special shout out to our $25 supporters, Antitonic, Cat Waterflame, and Samantha Bates. Uh, second, I want to let you all know that we here at Final Show Films are planning a little get together up at Gen Con this year. That's August 2nd through 5th up at Indianapolis. We're going to be up there sort of hanging out, enjoying the con, spending time together. And if any of you guys want to come up and say hi, please feel free. We don't bite unless you want us to. And if you enjoy whatever it is you're about to watch or listen to, be sure to check out our website at finalshowfilms.com where you can find links to all of our other content, both podcast and video. And be sure to follow me at John A. Bates on Twitter for more updates on all of the content we're creating in the future. In the meantime, thanks for watching. And I hope you enjoy. Hello, everybody. I am William, and I am the Dungeon Master for this Final Show Films Adventure of the Curse of Strahd campaign. And before we go any further, let us introduce our players, starting with John. I'm John, and I'm playing Maria de Nazul, the human hexplate warlock. And Aaron? Hey, I'm Aaron. I'm playing Connie Rose, the um, human barbarian. Sorry, I completely cut you with your mouth full. I apologize. It's fine. Um, and Jeremy? Hi, I'm Jeremy. I'm playing Valis. Is that right? Is that yes, the character? Yes, Valis. Is okay. Valis. I got it accurate this time. I don't know it because I was not in roll twenty. Um, Valis, the 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 Asmar uh, 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 cleric of the grave. Um, and the uh, and our missing player right now. Currently, we have uh, Jeff who is playing um, Jonel, the uh, Elven. Way of the Drunken Master. No, Way of the Sunsoul. Sunsoul. <laughs> he was talking about being a Drunken Master. Uh, way of the Sunsoul Monk, uh, who is not with us right now, uh, who might be joining us later. We don't quite know. Um, and when last we left our our party, they had journeyed into the town of Velaki, where everything is safe from Strahd. Air quotes, trademark. Um, everything is fine. Uh... And after a little bit of investigation into how creepy and not quite as safe as it seems, or maybe is not quite as sound as it might be, uh, this town seems to be, uh, they have done a little bit of investigation into this town, and the last thing that we left off with was the the, the priest church town uh, asking Vallis, specifically among the party, uh, with groundskeeper Milovage. You are cutting out really bad, William. Um, the groundskeeper Milovage, who uh, was said to have, who the who the priest was uh, suspicious had stolen some artifacts, the bones of St. Andrew from underneath the church of St. Andrew, which is the church that he runs, um, and had asked for uh, a little bit more delicate 
retrieving them because he understands that Milovac is a good boy who is perhaps a little stressed and chafing under the rule of Strahd and worried about what he can do and caring for many younger brothers and sisters. So he hopes that the party can resolve this perhaps a little bit more peacefully. <coughs> and that it will be left off after the group of you had just left the presence of the priest to go and seek out Milovac at yes. his home. Yes. Milovac, whose home is nearby, I think? Yeah, it's a, it's a short distance, but it's still within walking distance because he's there every morning. So uh, it, it's not too difficult to find once you're pointed out to it, and you do eventually make your way um, to his home, which is probably... Yeah. <clears throat> um, I'll look at the others that are with us. Uh, Valis, would you like to speak with the boy, or would you prefer that I do? Hmm. He frowns a little bit. I believe you would probably be best. I tend to scare people. It's okay. Uh, and I will. Um, there is a moment of quiet and then a few minutes later or a few moments later the 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 door opens and inside you see a uh a tall somewhat uh lean but well built individual probably in his early to mid 20s um uh somewhat somewhat tan skin the most tan that someone could get in this environment of Barovia, um, with sort of uh, short black hair that sort of uh, rests around the side of the head and, ran, and ends up at the bottom of the neck on the back, uh, with a shovel in his left hand just kind of held in a faintly defensive stance. And as he spots the group of you and realizes that you're not from anywhere within town, he just kind of opens the door the rest of the way. And behind him, you see a, a crowd of like four or five much smaller children behind him that are just kind of looking over his shoulder uh, as he as he opens the door and looks at the group of you. Can I help you? Hello. Uh, my name is Maria de Nazul. These are my companions, Connie Rose, Jonel, and Valas. Uh, we are looking for a millivage. That's me. Ah. Uh, Father Petrovich uh, asked us to come speak with you uh, about this sensitive matter. If you would uh, mind perhaps stepping outside, or if there is some place private we could talk? All of you go outside and play for a minute. And he turns to the, to the other kids, and they all kind of look at him for a minute, and... The rest of them just kind of head out what appears to be a back door and into the backyard. Come on. And he leads you inside. What was the name of the saint, by the way? Uh, saint Andrel. A-N-D-R-A-L. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> um, and he uh, steps inside and moves over to clear off a table that the group had apparently been eating at. Um, sets plates aside and sits down at it. Still with the shovel... It, like resting on the ground next to him in his in his left hand. 
So, so what's the matter? Uh, it appears that uh, some uh, holy relics of St. Andral have gone missing, and uh, Father Petrovich was wondering if perhaps uh, we could assist in recovering them. So uh, we asked that if we could speak with the groundskeeper, perhaps uh, he might have seen something, I might know where they are. Uh, we are looking for, uh, it was specific, was it any specific bones or just the bones of St. Andrew? The, bon the bones uh, of St. Andrew. It appears that uh, the bones of St. Andrew have gone missing, and we are wondering if you know anything about that. I don't know anything about it. Insight check. <laughs> Seventeen. <Ten. clears throat> What's your charisma, Melavage? Ooh, a flat ten. I'm really good at lying. I'm not as good at picking up lies. I should probably get that fixed. <laughs> we have... We... Twenty-two. We have a party with two lie detectors and one liar. <laughs> <laughs> that is an accurate way to describe it. Um, with a seven, <laughs> um, <laughs> this boy has probably never willingly told a lie in his life, and this is probably not going. This this man is not telling the truth. Okay, I sort of sit down and smile. Now, <laughs> Milovac, Valis does not smile. And you hear what sounds like the beginnings of a sort of a growl sound coming from him <laughs> as eyes narrow. <clears throat> Milavash just kind of faintly grips tighter on the shovel in his left hand. Now, Milavash, uh, we are not here to accuse. We are not here to uh, arrest or to uh, trouble in any way. We simply are here to recover these bones uh, for the good father. Uh, is there perhaps... Anything that might be done that might, uh, how you say, jog your memory regarding uh, these bones and where they may have been misplaced, shall we say? Roll me a persuasion check. Natural 20 makes it a 26. <laughs> I was going to say it's harder than what the book says because it was the wrong type of check, but you rolled a natural 20. Um... <clears throat> <sighs> he kind of puts his head in his hand for a minute. <sighs> yes, yes. <sighs> My younger sibling, Yeska, heard about it from the priest and told me. Um, <clears throat> Henrik van der Voort, uh, the coffin maker asked me to retrieve them once he heard about them. And he offered me money to feed, he points out back, my brothers and sisters for at least a little while. So I dug them out from underneath the floorboards and gave them to him. And do you happen to know what uh, this Vanderhort would want these bones for? I don't know. He just offered me money for the bones. Hmm. Do you know where we might find him? Um, you can find him at the, uh, the, uh, at the more, uh, what's the name of the, what's the name of the place where people have coffins made? <laughs> Mortuary? Uh, coffin maker? Undertaker? Probably, that's probably the right word. Or the can, mortuary, yeah. You can find him at the mortuary. 
thank you very much. Rakim, <clears throat> sorry, go ahead. We appreciate your uh, assistance in this matter. Insight on this guy. Uh, sure. The coffin maker shop is the name. There the place. The coffin maker shop. The coffin maker is at the coffin maker shop. <clears throat> and find him where he may, where he may or may not be facing John Cena at WrestleMania today. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know yet. We don't know. All the way from Barovia. No. Um. So Connie got a fourteen on the inside. Um, he's telling the truth here. He, he he honestly is like, this problem is beyond my hands. I just want it to go away. I've got what I I've got what I got what I needed out of it. Anyway, uh, then I guess we shall then uh, need to be making a visit with this uh, coffin maker. Uh, the coffin maker shop is on the eastern end of town, near the town square. Thank you very much. It's the, red, it's the red building on the west end of the town square, the town circle, where the where the where the uh, event is being put together. Ah, well, I'll stand up and dust myself off. Uh, you have a very lovely home, and I wish you and your family well. And I will do the turn that do the the, the sort of sharp turn that makes my my cloak billow out. And and just stride out the door. <laughs> I give him a long look. Good luck. And then slowly rise. Pause. Intensify look and then turn and go. <laughs> he matches you the entire time. He's just like you see his grip on the shovel just slowly tighten as you look at him. That is really adorable. Connie will will just get up and leave. Oh, he's a CR zero enemy if you decided you wanted to fight him. There's no way he was going to I know. That's why it's so adorable. He thinks the shuffle would make a difference. I mean, the shuffle hits like a pretty decently. It swings like a club, but still. He's a CR zero encounter. I just want to make a I just want to make a um a barbarian that uses a shovel and call him Triple H now. Hunter Hurst Helmsley, the noble barbarian. <laughs> we apologize to all of our our, our non wrestling viewers. It's a, it's that kind of weekend. <laughs> it, is, so, it is WrestleMania weekend. Yes, I'm getting slightly better at recognizing when the references are being made. So <laughs> slowly, slowly you will be turned. Um. Uh, unlikely. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, uh, unless there's any other, uh, objections, I'd uh, like to head towards the coffin maker's shop. So, first you hit the, uh, the square, which mm. I have to do that own thing, because that is a thing. Oh, it's a thing. Guys, we're in for a thing. Uh, thing incoming. Large, uh, the large stockyard, which is basically the thing that he was talking about, has several locked sheds along its periphery and lies adjacent to a roomy warehouse. A wooden sign above the front gate reads the Arasek Stockyard. Parked at the south end of the stockyard is a sturdy carnival wagon, its colorful, its colorful paint peeling off. Uh, faded lettering on its side spells out the words, Rictavio's Carnival of Wonders. 
A heavy padlock secures the back door as you enter this large stockyard. And on the on the west end, you can see this this uh, red house is the one that was indicated as the coffin maker's shop. Octavio's Carnival of Wonders. I wonder what wonderful things they might have in a land such as Barovia. Based on experience so far, probably not anything good. Hmm. Well, it is valuable to patronize the arts. Is it art, though? Indeed. <laughs> but is it art? But is it art? <laughs> Well then, um, uh, our games are <laughs> our games, our video games art. Um, well then, let us continue on to the coffin makers. Perhaps we will stop by this carnival of wonders uh, later in the day. It seems to be closed for now. Back. Oh right, I can't say that. God damn it. <laughs> I built this character for myself. <laughs> you did this to yourself. Yes, I did. <laughs> it's the same thing I say whenever I slip my accent. Like, goddamn, why do I make characters that have accents? All right, so just do it like I do. Make him have accents, and then don't give a fuck if you're consistent about it. <laughs> But I do care. And then make Aaron hate you over it. I have. I or have... do it do it the way I do it. <laughs> and make the point of the character the <clears throat> accent never stays the same. I have a I have a I have a professional responsibility. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You you have professional whatever. <laughs> uh, so this this uninviting shop, as you approach the, the coffee maker shop on the west end of the of the stockyard. Um, this uninviting shop is two stories tall and has a sign shaped like a coffin above the front door. All of the window shutters are closed up tight, and a deathly silence surrounds the establishment. Wait, wait. I think I've got it. I believe this is the coffin maker shop. Something about it screams to me, coffin maker. I mean... It is always valuable to share your insights. When they are our relations. Right. Would you like to knock on the door, Valus? Sure. <laughs> I love that Valus's knocks are as slow as his talking. <laughs> <laughs> We're closed! Go away! You hear an elderly voice shout from inside the coffin maker shop. With just a little more force. <laughs> I'm gonna go, like, sort of circle the building looking for a window or something. Uh, there, there are plenty of windows, but all of them have, like, a latticework of iron fitted with squares of frosted glass, and they're all locked from the inside. I will... Does it look like something I could open with my 
not in considerable strength. Oh, you could probably break it open, yes. I will call over Valus's shoulder. Uh, it would be curious to me to find a coffin maker out of work in a land of the dead. Uh, perhaps you might open up and share your troubles with us. I said we're closed. I don't believe you, is what I'm saying. I will look to those two, point to the window. I'm going to turn the door hand, the door knob. It is locked. <laughs> I'll I not... turn back. We are absolutely certain this is the place. I point at the hanging coffin sign. The coffin sign. sign. <laughs> I just wanted to make 100% sure. As he turns around, I will, um, I will nod at Connie. Grabs his hand axe and is going to start hacking at the where the doorknob is. I will roll me oh. an attack roll. I will nod at Connie and point to the window, indicating that we're the distraction. <laughs> okay, um, so while Valus does that, I'm going to break open a window. Oh my god. <laughs> it's a good thing you're we're aiming, the distraction. You're aiming specifically for the door handle, and so you, you aim just a little bit too far, and you actually miss and just hit the ground. That's fine. <laughs> uh, Connie, make me a... Uh, uh, Athletic? Athletics, yeah. How do you Natural miss 20. the door? <laughs> I will find out. So while while Valis is missing a door, Connie, you're going for the window. Yeah, I was just gonna. You just open grab, one of the windows. You just grab that iron lattice work and just kink, and then after pulling it all the way off, there's this scraping of metal and this snapping noise. You just go straight back towards the window with the lattice work and. Shatter the glass with the with the iron bars. Oh look, it seems like you're open. <laughs> um <okay. laughs> I, I have to wait. Oh, God damn it, actually. Your consideration to see us outside of regular business hours is deeply appreciated. I take another <laughs> swing at the door. Is that actually a piece of scripture. <laughs> We'll say it is. <laughs> I hit the door it's, this time. It's not specifically all scripture. It's also several prepared statements for various normal social encounters. Roll, da roll damage, Valis. <laughs> That's such a good statement, though. <laughs> Five splashing damage to the door. Chunk! The door kind of buckles, but it's it'll take another hit to actually go down. He has a chance to open the door before I break it. Hang on a second. I have to I have to arrange how you guys have for some have somehow made it into this building. Uh, uh one second. We're very creative. Sorry, William. But also I'm not really I'm gonna, all go, that I'm gonna figure out where that great. where that window is. Hang on. <laughs> You guys don't have tokens on this map yet, so I have to copy paste. I have not populated every single map with you guys' tokens. Oh no, trust me, I only populated the ones that I figured you guys would get to, and then you guys would invariably get to one that I hadn't figured you would get to, and I had to populate. <laughs> yep. Uh, Ismark over your shoulder is just like, well, that certainly works. 
Eh, sometimes when people don't want to be cooperative, a little bit of uh, show and tell is required. In this case, we show Connie's strength and we tell that we're coming in. Do size up you guys because you're technically too small right now. <laughs> Look at all these massive coffins! <laughs> Seem to have lost Connie somewhere. Ow. Uh, you 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 left Connie. Connie got stuck by one of the one of the buildings in the center of town. So that's why I can't see anything. Well, in and on the town map, which is where I'm assuming William is pulling these from. Yeah, it's uh, like dead center town, I think. Yeah, there's Connie. Yep. <clears throat> Copy paste. Copy and paste. Bink. So I guess Connie's probably like coming in from like one of these windows down here. Uh, it's this window particularly. Right okay. So you guys are crashing down on top of a coffin if you decide to climb through. Oh, no, I'm I'm over here by Ballas. <clears throat> yes, he has about a round to open the door, or the door is getting chopped open. Uh, you just hear, go away. Leave we have me been alone. we have been empowered to recover certain artifacts by the good father uh, by the good father Petrovich. Your cooperation would be appreciated. Go away. 19. You hit it. Go probably more damage. 8 flashing and damage. the door comes down with a crashing of timber as is. I, she basically, the plan was to hack the door handle, the doorknob out, and then just shove the door open. Yeah, you, you, you splinter the door right around where the doorknob is at, and just, like, the handle comes loose, and you just... And it swings open. Knock. Knock. Um, point of order, by the way, William, my pipe is currently the one that is uh, hex-warriored. Because I'm at the level where, packed, where my pack blade gets it automatically, so. Okay. <clears throat> um, so, you as, you as you knock the door down and step into the room, you see an elderly man uh, with uh, sort of long uh, beard, sort of full face, uh, going completely gray, uh, short hair that's kind of swept at the swept back, also going gray, in this sort of uh, blue uh, shirt with the, with the full, like, carpenter's um, apron on, uh, storming out of what appears to have been his workshop as you all bust in, and he, he just... <laughs> he looks so tired as you guys breach into his... Uh, Connie, are you climbing into the window? I was just going to use the door. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'll like... move in a little bit further. Uh, yeah. <laughs> your door was stuck. I fixed it. Good evening, Master uh, Vanderhort, I believe. Uh, we have been... Hort. We have Vanderhort. been... Under what? Sorry. Uh, we have so been... The... We have... What is it? Vandervoort? Vandervoort. Vandervoort. Okay, I had, I, I had an H. <laughs> Mr. Vandervoort, um, we have been given a, a, what we believe to be accurate information indicating that you had paid for uh, the groundkeeper Milivoj uh, to retrieve the bones of St. Andrel for you. And we've come to retrieve them on behalf of Father Petrovich. <sighs> Fine. 
They're in. They're in the bedroom wardrobe upstairs. He kind of he opens the door. Driving along. Because Connie is not necessarily smart, but she does have some instincts. Yeah, I'd, I I want to know what's up with this guy. Ten. You, you've rolled a ten consistently. <laughs> you 10, 20, a 14, and now a 10. Yeah. Um... <clears throat> He he definitely seems super tired and worn and completely dragged through the mud by whatever's been going on lately. Vallis, as he's walking to the door, just shoves him back into his shop <laughs> to get him out of the way as he is heading up to retrieve these. Uh, he... Bones. I will approach. So tell me, out of curiosity, as we are recovering this, what drove you to steal the bones of a dead saint? <sighs> the vampires forced me to steal the bones. Uh, come again? <laughs> the vampires, there's a nest of them up there. As <laughs> halfway up the stairs. Yeah. Connie, please make haste. <laughs> I begin running after Valis. Yeah, I, I think that I am faster than Valis, so I'm going to see if I can catch up with him at this point. <laughs> I mean, not that much faster. Also, no, but like, if I dash and Valis is just going at standard speed, I can probably catch up eventually. <laughs> The question is if you have already started eat started getting eaten by the time I get there. <laughs> Such a good reveal. <laughs> it's like, by the way, there's a nest of vampires up there as Valis is halfway up the stairs. Fuck! <laughs> I like the thing. You know, for most people, once you are resigned to providing the location of said stolen artifact... That should be the first. That should be an immediate caveat. <laughs> no, it's it's more of a. Oh, fine. It's upstairs. Go get Eden, and then I can cry about that. Yeah. Um. Did he say where? He Sorry. Said he said they were in the wardrobe in the bedroom. Okay. I'm assuming this is the direction to the bedroom. Valus, 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 you hear from behind you. <laughs> Stops, turns around. What? Winded because I only have a 13 constitution. <laughs> uh, apparently, uh, there's a nest of vampires up here as well. Huh. Which would explain the boarded up windows. He smiles, turns around, and starts walking to retrieve the boat. I let Connie go past me. Just like, I'll be there in a minute. <laughs> I'm assuming you head into yep. that. Yep. Yep. I would recommend breaking open the windows. Oh, where are the windows? Uh, anywhere, anywhere you see the. Um... Oh no, they're kind of blocked off by the wall. So like, they're, 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 they're yeah. Anywhere you see the weird mark in the wall. There. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I think I can see him. Um, no, behind. 
Yeah, how how easy is it for me to put my uh, quarter staff or something through the windows? Uh, well, they're locked from the inside, so you can open the glass from this side. Removing the iron bars would take strength. Okay, well, if I can open them and let the not sunlight <clears throat> in. Yeah, it's it's it. You've gathered that the daylight here doesn't actually injure vampires, but their their sleep cycle presumably still works the same way. So it is currently look. Dark. It's like a flipping the bird. It doesn't actually hurt them, but you do it anyway because they're vampires. Also, it helps. So yeah, I'll just flip open the windows as I go by them. Mm -hmm. Like it doesn't hurt them, but it helps those of us that are not me that can't see inside when it's dark. That too. That that being Connie. Yeah, he said they were in the wardrobe, which presumably would be. This. Vampires in the wardrobe. No, the bones were in the wardrobe. Oh. <laughs> Vampires don't live in wardrobes. How do you know? Bump. Start because they don't wear polka dots. Uh, roll me a perception check, Valis. Okay. I'm good at those. Good-ish. I'm competent-ish. Uh... Twelve. Um. So this modest bedchamber holds a cot and several well-made pieces of furniture. There's a table, there's a padded chair, a bookshelf, and the wardrobe. And as you look in the wardrobe, it looks like it's just a wardrobe. You start looking through, and all you can see are the clothes that are that are sitting around. He, there might be like a hidden compartment somewhere in here, but you can't seem to find it with a twelve. I take my axe back out. <laughs> and I'm going from the top. I'm not trying to go through because there's a chance I might hit the bones and do damage to the bones. But I am just hacking open the wardrobe from the top. <laughs> so you start with the top of the wardrobe and just start. Yeah, just on the, the top surface. Just hey, Valis, what are you doing? I'm looking for vampires. The bones. With an axe? This is the wardrobe. They are not anywhere in immediate access. So I am locating the secret hatch. Could I take a look? One second. <laughs> could, could I take a look before you irreparably damage the wardrobe? <laughs> I mean, he's already done that, but it's still <laughs> technically a wardrobe right now. He, he looks over at you. Do you want this wardrobe? No, but one last thing we potentially have to explain. There's already a hatchet mark in the first wardrobe for the first swing, but... Yeah. <laughs> he shrugs, puts his axe, lowers his axe, and steps back. Mm. I will look for secret compartments while Connie looks for vampires. <laughs> if anyone would like to assist, they can give you advantage. Uh, well, I'll assist. <laughs> advantage. If there are any 19. remaining windows that need to be, ha to be hacked open, I will hack them open. All right. By hacking, well, you mean unlocking. <laughs> it, it's easy to unlock and swing the glass open unless you want to try and hack at the iron bars. Ye Oh, I'm sorry. I thought, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, they, they lock from the inside, so you can just unlock them and open them. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, as you, 
it's he was starting from the opposite end as he as he starts he set, start, started hacking at the top of the wardrobe it's actually at the very in the very bottom in the base of the wardrobe uh there is a uh, a secret compartment i would in, have in gotten the, to them eventually in the in like the southeast corner of the wardrobe okay ram uh, and you you open the compartment and inside there are there are two sacks i will inspect the sacks uh, one of them, as you pick them up, make a rattling sound like bones, as you find they are containing bones. Um, and the other one has a clinking metal sound as you pick it up, and it has coins inside. Uh, there are 30 silver pieces and 12 electrum pieces in this bag. I will divvy that out later. Make the coffin makers funds. <laughs> hey, he's working with vampires and stole the bones of a saint, so fuck him. He's getting off really, <laughs> really light as far as as far as Valis is concerned. <laughs> uh, all right, I have found the bones. Uh, shall we try to find the vampires and exterminate them as well? Yes. Uh, this is a fairly small room. I imagine they might be on the other side. I agree. As he um, starts moving to get to head in that you, direction. You, you, hear, you hear Ismark's voice from, from the other room. Ah, uh, I believe I may have found the nest. Ah, coming. <laughs> <laughs> On my way. Valis looks a little bit excited for the first time. <laughs> so, um, this large drafty room is strung with cobwebs and takes up most of the upper floor. Stacks of wooden planks lie lie and lie amid several crates marked junk. He kind of points at the at the one, two, three, four, five, six oddly marked crates that are just lying strewn about the room that are definitely large enough for a person to curl up inside. Uh, do we have any stakes or anything? Connie will pull out a torch. Yes. I, Vallis produces nine steaks. Ah! <laughs> oh, that's right. Monster Hunter pack. Monster Hunter background, people. Well then, I will let the I will let the two of you go about the joy of exterminating evil from this world, and I will find a perch to sit on. <laughs> yeah, I've got torches because priest packs come with torches. Mm -hmm. Um. This will walk up to the first of the crates. And he sets down the stakes very orderly on the ground. Sets a hammer down next to it. Pulls out his crowbar and goes to open the first crate. Um, I, uh, while, this is, while this is happening, though, I am going to summon my pack blade. Uh, so uh, I just hold my left hand out and purple light glows and... And I'm holding a scythe. Um, Ismark very pointedly draws his his uh, his, sh uh, his short sword. Yeah, his short sword, uh, and just kind of takes a, a ready stance. Valis, you pry open the first crate, and there is a um, quite obvious sleeping vampire spawn inside. Carefully, I, the, the, you, you, you notice the crate is kind of the crate is kind of packed with packed with dirt mm -hmm. um, to serve as a resting place. Yeah, very carefully sets the crowbar down. Pick up the first crate. Hammer. Or stick. Ow. 
All right, give me one second. Say a brief prayer, but just before he does. All right, uh, give me one second to read exactly how the mechanics of staking a vampire work in 5e. So just back here, like, back watching the show from the distance with the scythe out, just... Head on the floor, looking over at Istmark. We should probably get you a better weapon. <laughs> I see looking at your short sword. I not argue. Uh, if a piercing weapon made of wood is driven into the vampire's heart, while well, the vampire is incapacitated in its resting place, the vampire is paralyzed <laughs> until the stake is removed. So just make me a general attack roll. Does he look like? Does he look if like he's a any damage? You do this. Does he look like he's more of a strength or a dexterity kind of guy? Fourteen. Ah, uh, you have advantage. He's he's unconscious. Roll again. Thirteen. <laughs> wow. Um. <laughs> your AC is fifteen. Um. Wow. <laughs> I mean, if I miss, he probably doesn't wake up. I mean, you're trying to drive a stake into his chest with a hammer. If you miss the heart, I feel like he's going to wake up. Maybe I just missed the stake. And just hit him with the hammer that, instead. Have you ever hammer something and you... <laughs> like you just hit your nail. own thumb? <laughs> okay. So, I will like... say, make me a dexterity saving throw. <laughs> 18. 18. Okay, yeah. So you, you go to swing and you realize you're going to miss the stake and or the heart. And you just... <laughs> <laughs> Turn around there. It's been a while since I've done since I've done this. <laughs> you can try again with advantage I've... still because you did not wake up. Twenty-two. 22. Okay. <laughs> Just roll me a D four to see how much damage D four plus your strength to see how yeah. much damage you do to while you're doing this. Stake all of them, then kill them. <laughs> Take all of them, then burn the house down. No. So you 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 deal you deal you deal an amount of damage as you drive this this stake into the vampire's heart, and they just kind of let out this pain as it's driven into their heart. But that definitely seems to be a notable thing as you start to hear a rumbling from the other crates. Uh, I believe we're about to have company. Indeed, this as, happens. At least one is down. As five vampires, bur vampire spawn burst forth from their respective crates that they are hiding in. Cool. Where's the fifth one? Uh, around the corner that you can't see. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wait, which one is frozen? Uh, this one. Give me one second. Uh, this one. Okay, so I'm like there. Yeah. And we're going to go ahead and roll some initiative. Initiative. I will move us to the thing. I have to fix camera angles, but... Eleven. You've had a rough day rolling-wise. Not too bad. I mean, I had a couple... I've had a couple... Not great, but 
In reality, yes, I am the worst roller so far today, but that's an 11.45 average. That's fair. Like, we are rolling remarkably well. I just look bad by comparison. Okay. Uh, mine. Sorry, I was adjusting. Da 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 da. Initiative. 15. Um, I, when I, I'd asked, does Ismark seem like a strength or dexterity kind of guy? Uh, let me check one second. <laughs> um, monster Ismark. I believe he's a dexterity fighter, but, um, no, he's actually a strength fighter. Never mind. He's strength. Is, oh, he does have a long sword as well. It's a long okay. sword. Okay. He has a long sword and a short sword and a heavy crossbow. Okay, good. He's Cause, a strength fighter. Cause I was going to toss him my long sword if he didn't have one. <laughs> Yeah, he would have drawn his longsword. Okay. And let me roll for this mark. Three. <laughs> this mark going last. Uh, and we go ahead and roll for descending order here. And the vampires are going first. Of course they are. Uh, it's okay. They're going to all go after Vallis. It's fine. For fortunately, yeah. one of them is paralyzed, so... And they have to spend half their movement crawling out of their <coughs> crates. Uh, so this one spends 15 feet of movement crawling out of its crate. And then I five mean, feet to get it, here. 15 feet of uh, half their movement. So it, it's, it, it's a good thing they're all within 15 feet of me. <laughs> spend 15 feet of movement crawling out of the crate. 5, 10, 15 feet of movement crawling out of the crate. 5, 10, 15. feet of movement crawling out of the crate. 5, 10, 15. 15 feet of movement. 5, 10, 15. Kind of this one standing on the wall right now. Uh, and then two of them get to attempt to <coughs> make it. Um, so one of them. Bring it. Uh, this one is going to attack you twice with his claws. Okay. 17 hit. Uh, 17 is my armor class. Actually, 15 is my armor class right now, unless I was able to get my shield up. I would say, given the time that it took them to break out, you were able to pull your shield okay, up. Okay, so 17 is my armor class. Okay. Uh, so that will hit you for 11 points of slashing damage. Oh, good. And the second one will be an 11. So <laughs> okay, that good. one will miss. Um, the other vampire will claw at you for an 11. It's missing. Good. Uh, and a 14 missing. Oh, good. <clears throat> it's so weird having a character with a, with, with a semi-decent armor class. <laughs> I'm not used to this. I play sorcerers and rogues and clerics who wear leather armor, typically. All right. And that will be the vampire's turn. Maria, you're up. Uh, I'm going to move up to here. <laughs> and uh, looking at the vampire that the first one that actually hit Valus, the one right up, right, right up here, uh, I will issue a baleful curse using my bonus action. Uh, the target is cursed for one minute. The target, the curse ends. The target dies. I die, or 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 I am incapacitated. 
Um, is that using your hexblade? That's my curse? hexblade's curse. Yes. All right. Blam. All right. So I'm gonna just, I'm gonna use I'm gonna use the swords <laughs> to mark the hexblade curse. That works. And I'm going to attack it with my packed blade. Uh, I don't have advantage. Are you using your but I roll a natural twenty. <laughs> <laughs> Oh right. Uh, I, yes, um, uh, I, my my pack play is currently a scythe, which, which I'm assuming is a Howard. Yeah, more it'd be a, a glaive, but yeah, glaive mechanically. Yeah. Uh, well, you critically hit, so go ahead and roll damage. Thank you for critting on 19s. Although no, I rolled a 20. I didn't roll a 19. Ha <laughs> ha. Uh, blam. So 15 points and, of slashing yeah, damage I immediately. I can't bonus action that because I already used my bonus and action. Your weapon is magical. It is. So. <laughs> So this basically this this ornate ebony this ornate obsidian like scythe that glows with a vague purple energy just I do the um I do the the bloodborne scythe swing. Yep. It's the cut it, you you cut across its chest and it rears back as it's as looking at Valis and now its attention has been turned on to you. Hello. Um, is that your turn? Yep. Valis, you're up. What you got? All right. Well, this is gonna go gloriously. I don't. I. I am pushing through to go here. I know I'll take an uh, uh, yeah, attack take a of opportunity. Single attack opportunity, which will be claws. That'll be a twelve to hit you. It misses. Okay. And then here. I'll take one more attack opportunity. No, that one's paralyzed. Nope. Nope. That one is paralyzed. And then um, I am activating Radiant Consumption. <laughs> you know that regeneration thing that vampires have? Nah. Not anymore! <laughs> As he just starts glowing out of every orifice. You can you can put a 10-foot aura on you uh, yep. so that everyone yeah. can see it. Bam. Yep. Oh, William, you'll have to check that we can see auras so we can tell where it's at on the token. Advanced. There's the seal number one. Wow. All right. Um, <clears throat> all right. Then is... I will. That was my action for my bonus action. I don't think I have anything I can do. Healing word? No, I, that is not a spell I, I have prepared. Uh-huh. Cure wounds, I have prepared. Healing word, no. Um. Uh. Wait. 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 I will. I will. Uh. On. I will cast a shield of faith on sixty feet. Uh. On Maria. Yay. Right. Now I have an 18 armor class. As you look like you now have like a shadowy thing around you. More than normal. It adds to my armor of shadows. <laughs> Alright, uh, and then at the end of your turn everything within the radius takes one point of radiant damage because you're level 3? Correct, including but, myself. But even that one point is enough to turn off their regeneration. Yup. <laughs> The one that I'm hitting will regenerate, but 
I can hit cut it harder to, next by time. The time the va- by the time it hits the vampire's turn and they're running away, cut to me chasing them around in Matt Damon dogma voice. Don't run! Don't run! Connie, <laughs> <laughs> you're up. All right, Connie will sort of smile because now I get to hit things. Yeah. Rage. Um... And I'm going to go smack some things with my greatsword. Yeah, I picked the side so that I could attack things from behind people. Because <laughs> it's a small room. Um, <clears throat> You're going for the one that isn't paralyzed or the one that uh, Maria has already cursed? The one Maria's cursed over here. Okay. Uh, that will hit. Roll damage. Okay. And I get my Divine Fury because this is the first creature I've hit this turn. Oh, yeah. That does radiant damage, doesn't it? It does. Yay. So many sources of radiant damage. Oh, that one's uh, regeneration is also turned off now. <laughs> Huzzah. It could do necrotic, but that didn't seem appropriate given my character's deity, yeah. so... Yeah, probably not. Uh, so that one is also taking radiant damage, will not be regenerating as it takes 15 more points of damage. Mm. Uh, it's it's taken makes... 30 points of damage today, or so far. Yep, that makes it Ismark's turn. Wait, I think oh, I unless... forgot the rage damage. Um... Oh, yeah, uh, I think it's two. Yeah. Two more damage, sorry. Two more damage. 32 damage total. Uh, Ismark uh, is going to... Get advantage on this one? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and also shield me from that half of the vampires. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's going to make his first longsword attack. He's going to use his longsword... No, he's gonna he's gonna swing a bow. Uh, he's gonna swing a longsword one-handed twice uh, for a twenty-four, which deals five slashing damage, and a seventeen, which deals four slashing damage, which is some awful rolling. Uh, that is and, some and, shit damage. And then he's gonna swing a short sword. He did more damage with a short sword than either of the longsword attacks. That's kind of funny. <laughs> Uh, but he does deal a grand total of 15 damage to this particular... No, his weapons aren't magic. Just half of that. Um... You know what? I'm not going to bother with that right now. Uh, yeah. Uh, deals 15 halves to 7. Oh. Oh, would have been... Yeah. All right. Uh... That ends his turn. Vampire spawn. Do not like being in radiant damage. Um, none of them regenerate. Uh, this one's going to try and get away from you. Okay. Uh, that's that, that thing's going to get a get a hand axe to the head. Um, you know the fun thing about having a scythe, by the way? You have extended reach. <laughs> I have extended reach for my attacks opportunity as well. 
Yeah, yeah, but it also means I have to get farther away from you before you provoke one. <laughs> Let's see. No, hold on. I want to check one thing. Uh, once on each of your... T- okay. Uh, 22. That hits. Roll damage. For nine slashing. Now, here's a question. Yes. Radiant consumption <clears throat> says once on each of your turns, you can deal extra radiant damage. I did not do an attack last turn. Uh, I will say yes, because this is the same text on sneak attack, and you can sneak attack on a reaction. Okay, so that would be actually 12, three of which was radiant. Okay. Uh, So that will be uh, three radiant and four slashing. So. Yep. We're going to take another step over here. And take another step over here. Provoke an attack opportunity from Ismark and Maria. Uh, and provoke an attack opportunity from Connie as well when it stepped over there for the first one. Yeah, actually. Yep. And no, it doesn't It doesn't provoke my attack yet. Oh, yeah. Uh, great sword with rage. Good. Now it's actually just... Eleven unfortunately misses. Uh, and it'll take that was five, ten, fifteen, twenty to step over here. I mean Ismark still gets his and then I get mine. No. Oh yeah. Yeah. Ismark. Long sword. <laughs> I also rolled an eleven. Ismark also missed. Wow. This vampire dodged through everybody. <laughs> One agile fucking vampire. Playing Blood Bowl is rolling really high. Uh, and it's going to stop right there because it feels like that's a good distance from the radiant damage. Um, this one's hurt, and it's not liking that. It's going to run straight for you, Maria, because you did a lot. Actually, no, it's going to go for Connie because Connie actually did more damage. Uh, Connie. Mm-hmm. Does a 12 hit you? Nope. Does a 21 hit you? Yep. Uh... That would be damage, but it's instead it's going to grapple you with that attack. Okay. But it, it missed its first attack, so it can't bite you this turn. Uh, this one that is next to Valis is going to turn around and try and attack Valis. Uh, 22 hits you, Valis? Yep. Alright, uh, that will also grapple you instead of damaging you, and it's going to try and bite you. Okay. Or a natural one. Bites its lip. <laughs> Excellent. It tries to bite down on you and it just gets a mouthful of your armor and it like chips a tooth on the on the metal of your armor. It's like ah, ah. You shrugged away a vampire bite, Velus. <laughs> Look at those cauldrons, man. This is not a good precedent for him to set this early into the campaign. Other one's gonna go for Ismark. Uh, Twenty-four hits Ismark's AC and bite. Twenty-three. Uh, the uh, the vampire digs its teeth into Ismark, who takes fifteen points of damage. Fourteen. No, yeah, fifteen points of damage, and loses six of his maximum hit points until his next long rest. 
as the vampire bites its fangs into Ismark, it digs down, and Ismark ah just screams out and then just jams the long sword up to break to break its uh, teeth off of his neck, and it sort of has to retreat, but it still got him grappled. So uh, the other one, five, ten, fifteen, go for Valus. Claws. Eleven misses and twelve misses. Yay. <laughs> These vampires are only like garbage. Uh, Maria, back to your turn. I need this one to be dead. Um, I'm going to bonus action Wrathful Smite, and then I'm going to attack the one that's on Connie. Um, I don't get any advantages if it's in a grappled state. No. No. It's not pinning Connie, it's just grabbing onto Connie. Uh, Wobblam! Hey, a 23! <laughs> that hits. Roll damage. Uh, 11 damage, and then my Wrathful Smite. Uh, one Psychic, and it needs to make a DC 14 Wisdom save. Alright. That'll be 12 more damage, which will be 42 total damage it's taken so far. And it needs to make a Wisdom save. So... That is a 12. Uh, that is a failure. It is frightened of me. It has, it is, has the frightened condition so long as I am in view. Yep. And if there's one thing Maria's good at, it's being the center of attention. So. <laughs> <laughs> as, you, as you slam this scythe across the, across the neck of this uh, vampire, the psychic impact of the, of the blow rings and its eyes widen as it looks at Maria out of the corner of its eye as it finally has hands on Connie and it looks over with terror in its eyes. The Reaper has come for you. Uh, and then I'm going to shift over to here so that I am once again in the 10 foot range of this vampire if it tries to continue running away. Alright, uh, Valis, you're back up. Alrighty, um... Oh, that's perfect. Just about all of them are still within my... Oh, one left, and then one came in. Yeah. Uh, um... And more to the point, if I move over here, no extra people, because... No, Ismark doesn't appear to be in my aura. It's kind of hard to Ismark tell what's that. Ismark is currently not in your aura. Connie currently is. Yes. And if you move, if you move I'm to the fine. right, if you move to the right, Ismark will be in your aura. Let's actually, because there, that makes it a little bit easier to see. Mm -hmm. Um, even better. There. Um. All right. I will. I will stay where I am. So as. I mean, it's well, only, I am grappled also, so it's not like I'm not like movement is a big deal. Um, yeah, I am going to stay grappled. I am fine being grappled. Um, as I will. You know what? No, nobody gets to get away. Um, Guiding bolt. 
You goddamn right. You. I am going to guiding bolt this motherfucker back here. You. Uh, that is a ranged attack, and you have many, many, many enemies in melee, so that will be a disadvantage. That's fine. Let's see how this goes. Uh, two natural twenties. Damn it! Uh, the ten misses as you. The twenty-three would have hit though. Uh, as you launch this guiding bolt out, and it flies oh. over the vampire's shoulder. Unfortunately, I took a little bit. I uh, no, no, I did not take damage last turn. So I'm not until not until uh, uh, not until the end of my turn. So I'm gonna be good. I'm gonna have to roll a concentration check because we shield of faith. Um. But yeah, and that is going to be everything from me for... Yep, because my only bonus action spells are Shield of Faith, which I already have up, and Spiritual Weapon, and I just cast a first level spell. So I am... Yep, and everything takes one damage. Yep. No regeneration for these Connie vampires. and those four vampires and Valus. Actually, if Connie is raging and Connie... Oh, no, it's radiant damage. Never mind. It's not... Also, yeah, you can't unfortunately, holy warriors do not get... I mean, get that for radiant. Um, and I maintain concentration on the shield. All right. And that is everything for me. Uh, that makes it Connie's turn. Yep. Oh! <laughs> well, that's fortunate. Um, all right, I'll deal with that next initiative, count 20. Uh, Connie, you're up. Okay. So... Uh, I'm grappled. I'm just going to smash the one that has me grappled. Um, All right. That would be this one. It's been really heavily injured, so that's good. 13? Uh, that does not quite hit, unless you want to do attack recklessly. Oh, yeah, I can do that. Yes, I'm reckless attacking. I forgot about that. Oops. Ah, well, so still no. And then I was going to do a bonus action attack, so 10 or come on. 20! <coughs> hey! Right, uh, that will hit. Go ahead and roll damages 13 and then 2 divine. All right. Uh, so 6 and then 2 divine, 2 radiant. Uh, so 8. Bam! All right, uh, and if that's your turn, that brings us back to Ismark, uh, who is going to shank this vampire that's got him grappled quite hard. It's a good plan. Uh, 20 hits for 11 slashing, reduced to 6. Another one, 9 misses, 
21 hits for five more for five more piercing though reduced to three so reduced to two He needs, he, needs, he needs to get him some magic weapons, but you guys need magic weapons first. <laughs> I have magic weapons. <laughs> uh, I have radiant just... damage. I don't need magic weapons. I mean, you're dealing. I mean, it wouldn't hurt. It would definitely uh, help. Magic magic weapons would still be nice. Yes. Uh, paralyzed vampire spawn doesn't do anything because they're paralyzed. They have been taking radiant damage this whole time, though. Um, slowly burning away inside the box. <laughs> As he's conscious like, the whole time. Yeah, that's got to be terrifying. It's going to be horrible. Yeah. <laughs> You're slowly burning alive. Vampire's turn. All right. Um, Does this one continue running away? No, this one's going to turn back around. Uh, now that it's outside the radiant damage. And I didn't take any since the last turn, sorry, turn so it actually regenerates. Uh, and it's going to attack you, Maria. Okay. That is a... 17? Not anymore! Ah, shield of <laughs> You're welcome. Yep. Oh, you need to make a concentration check, by the way, Valis. Uh, I did. Oh, you did? Okay, cool. Yeah, I rolled a seven. Uh, claw, that is a 16, which misses. Awesome. <laughs> um, Vampire has got Ismark grappled, is going to try and bite him with a 12 misses and a 16 misses with the claw. Unable to make purchase on Ismark. Uh, the one that's got you grappled, Valus, is going to try and bite you with an yep. 8. An eight's uh, going to miss. With its claws going to come back around for a ten. <laughs> These guys it's are rolling also like gonna shit. Miss. Uh, the other one that's on you is going to just try two claws. <laughs> eight and ten again. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> it's just a scraping of metal noise as Valus's armor is getting scraped to hell. They're just doing the, they're just doing like the little, like the little cat, like pathetic scratching at the door thing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, the one that's got Connie grappled is going to try and bite her. With a 25, finally hits something. Yeah, that'll hit. Um, that's going to be five piercing damage reduced to two. And seven points of necrotic damage that will temporarily reduce your maximum hit points. Minus seven points of necrotic, you said? And then... Yeah, so seven. Come back around for another two eights. Like you know how it automatically rolls advantage even if it doesn't get advantage. Both of those rolls were eights. <laughs> it doesn't pay to be undead. It really doesn't, apparently. The more you know. I mean, unless you're a lich, but that's a different thing. It doesn't pay to be undead, except for how these guys are still kind of killing us. But fortunately, you started this fight within Valaki in the daytime. Um, so the the windows on initiative count 20, uh, the windows on this floor, the, the iron and the glass, shatter inward as a trio of massive 
black feathered forms claw their way into the building as the three <laughs> humanoid raven figures claw their way in. I've only got their, their animal form. Claw their way in through the windows. These giant um, human-sized raven figures that look like um, some mesh of man and bird that kind of claw their way in through the windows and manage to make their way into the battlefield and immediately go charging for these um, for these vampires. Oh, good. This is why I said not to mess with the crows. <laughs> I'm going to put them in at initiative count 20. Uh. All right, and the uh... all right, and the, these two that are flanking the one that's injured are gonna go both make bite attacks first. Which is gonna be. The crows eat the vampires. 24. Uh, four points of piercing damage. They don't get to resist. And 14 misses. Oh, no, they have 15. Uh, that will be five more points of piercing damage. They don't get to resist. And the other one gets to do the same thing twice. Natural 20. That's four. That's nine plus seven is uh, 16 plus another four is going to be 20. 20 points of damage they dealt to that one. And the one over here is going to bite the one that's on you, Maria, twice and is actually going to move to flank because it actually has that much movement speed. Nice. That'll be 11 points of piercing damage on this one. And that is the Were Raven's turns. Uh, Maria, you're up. Hey. Um, how's the one that my 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 curse? How's it doing? Uh, it's not looking great. It's not looking great. Uh, well, unfortunately, I can't move over to get it without invoking an attack. So another wrathful smite. Oh no, I have to keep concentrating on that. Otherwise, the other one will. So never mind. Um, I mean, you could just take the attack opportunity. You've taken no damage thus far. I have. Not, it's true, but eh, yeah, I'll, I'll poke attack off to me. Uh, vampire spawn tries to claw you with a ten. <laughs> hey, misses and slicing underneath the underneath the raven, trying to basically take off the knees of this other vampire. Um, Roll me an attack. You are flanking. I, I am flanking. I do get a finish. Fifteen? Fifteen hits. Roll damage. Nine slashing damage. It is on death's door. <laughs> um, and then I will step back to continue giving our uh, my, my feathered friend uh, advantage. Alright. Uh, Valis, you're up. Alright, I am going to, at this point... Hmm. Connie could use healing. Yeah. 
Yeah, that is that is truth. Um, the thing is, I am grappled, so I would have to spend my action to ungrapple, which means I would not be able to get over there and heal. Um, so for the moment, I am going to try to just hopefully finish off, um, yeah, because nothing concentration can do at the moment. That's fine. So I will cast spiritual weapon. All right. Oops. Oh well. I hit. Uh, I I rolled a seventeen, and I at. yeah. I was I was going to put it there. All right. So technically, it should have advantage. Yep. Eighteen. Going to give you control of that. So five force damage to it. All right. And then for my action, um, there's nothing I can do as far as that stuff goes. So, for my action, I will... I'll attack it. Um, All right. You don't flank with your scimitar, even though the scimitar can flank with you, though, so... Really? That is not a creature. It can attack with the aid of another creature, but it's not a creature to qualify. Interesting. Well, a 20. You still, hit it. you still hit it, so. So, nine slashing and three radiant. All right. Uh, so, it'll be four slashing and three radiant. Yep. And then everything takes one everything damage. Takes one. <laughs> These vampires have not gotten to regenerate. I think one of them is proc to regeneration. Yeah, the one yeah, between the me one... and the raven. Yep. And then I need to make concentration. Sorry, you lost your shield of faith. That's okay. My All armor right. class goes back to 16. Uh, Connie, you're up. Oh, did I take one damage from that? Yeah. Yes. Okay, thanks. Oh. I have to put in a number. I can't just put in a minus sign. <laughs> um... Okay. I'm just going to keep wailing on the one that's grappling me and really hope that this goes unreasonably well. I mean, you just need to hit it, honestly. Okay, great sword. That hits, roll damage. Okay, Divine Fury activates. It's fucking dead. <laughs> okay. As you, you ram your greatsword through this vampire that has its claws on you, and the radiant blast of energy turns it to ash. Yeah, it's, it has that the light come out of its eyes and mouth as it dies. Yay. Yeah. Looking uh, oddly like me right now. Yeah. <laughs> your curse target Except for a lot more in pain. Yeah, I, I regain hit points, except I don't. <laughs> 
<laughs> Except you're already at full. Oh, I can help. Hang on, I can help Connie. I forgot, this doesn't take a spell slot. Um. So... I have my bonus action rage attack. I will just go for... Do any of the ones around me look particularly injured? Um... The one that Ismark is the one that's grappling on Ismark is more injured than the one that's right next to you that yeah. is grappling Valis. I'll smack the one that's grappling Ismark. Um I hit roll damage. Twelve slashing. Alright. Alright, uh six more slashing. That brings it to Ismark's turn. Uh Ismark is uh, going to follow suit with more stabbing. Um, All the stabbing. Nine slashing and a miss on the second one and miss on the third one, but still deals an amount of damage. Uh, it's going to be four more. If these crows can take care of this guy next to me, I could step over and heal Connie. Yeah. Uh, Don't worry about it. Vampire spawns turn. Um... One that's currently being um, uh, spiritual weapon is going to try and claw Valis. Okay. Uh, 20 hits, but 11 misses. Okay. Uh, it'll be 7 points of slashing damage. Okay. I'm still up. Alright. One that is uh, has you grapple is going to try and bite you for a 9. Try and claw you for an 11. <laughs> wow. I'm still up. Wow. That's right, motherfuckers! You can't kill me! One's got Ismark Grapple is going to try and fight him for a 15, does not hit his armor class, and a 9 does not hit his armor class. For his class. These vampires are rolling like garbage. Good! Uh, vampires on Maria is going to try and claw Maria for a 19. Uh, that would hit, except shield. <laughs> <laughs> does not connect. Uh, 23. Uh, 16 plus 5. 21. The, the 23 does hit him. So it will deal 6 points of slashing damage to you. Ow. That will be their turn. Now it's the were-ravens, who, uh, free of a target, uh, proceed to flock to eliminate targets. Uh, who is the most injured-looking? Probably this one. No, it's actually the one that, uh, Connie just smacked. Oh. I lie. Just lie over here. Fight twice on the vampire. Natural twenty on one of them. That's gonna be five eleven. 19, 23 more points of piercing damage on this one. It's too bad that the uh, Hexblade's Curse doesn't give temporary hit points, because that would have been much better than <laughs> than getting healed that I couldn't take, and then taking damage later. Nine more points of damage on this vampire spawn. But then it would be functionally the same, almost the same as Hex, so... 
Maria. Um, I'm going to attack the. I'm going using my reach weapon. I'm going to attack the vampire that's grappling Valis. Shink. All right. Uh, you are technically flanking with Valis. Yep. Is that harder because you're stabbing through its mark? That's what reach uh, that's weapon what, is that's for. What is for. <laughs> I know, but well, all you reach weapon is for attacking something that can't get close to you, but still. Uh, a 14 misses, I think, so. Yeah, it does. Um, and I am out of bonus actions that I can do. So, that's my turn. All right. Uh, Valis, you're up. What you got? All right. Um, stabity stab with 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 uh with the <clears throat> spiritual, which is technically a bastard sort is what it would look like. But okay, that's just the only token that I could find. Yeah, for... no, that's fine. Um, a fourteen's gonna miss. Yep, just barely. Um, and then I attack a fifteen. Yes, that hits. So I keep doing max damage with that attack. Which is... So that is four slashing three, with three, three rate damage. Yep. Um, and then, again, everything takes one damage. Bink. <laughs> oh, these vampires are having such a bad time. <laughs> They're not the only ones. <laughs> yeah, right? Wow, Valis is fucked up, but he's having the time of his life. That makes he's it Connie. Yeah, yeah, Connie's having fun. Connie, you're up with your four hit points. All right. Well, none of them decided to actually attack me, so I'm just going to keep attacking them. Good plan. I support this plan. Uh, you are flanking with the one that is currently grappling Ismark, who is the most injured looking one right now. I don't need to reckless then. 14. Jesus! Uh, unfortunately. Keep That's a crit though. <laughs> so roll damage. And your divine... And then... You... I do double my divine fury, so... We'll call it uh... one extra point of damage on that. Um, yeah. Wait, isn't the Define Fury? Define Fury is an eight, a D eight, not a D six. Correction. For what it's worth, four extra points of damage. <laughs> um, so that's, so that's a total uh, of sixteen when you have the slashing. Yep, when you have the slashing. Yeah. So yeah. Ow. And Oh, did I take damage at the end of Alice's turn? Yeah, you took one. Yes. Okay. Yep. I may have unintentionally made myself a bigger target while severely injured, but I hurt him. Yeah, you did. Uh, Ismark. Uh... It's murder. Kill a vampire. He's, yeah, she's just gonna kill a vampire. Come on. I mean, 13 misses. 
12 misses. God, that would have been a crit uh, if you'd had advantage. Uh, short sword. That's why I should have been attacking the one on Valus. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Uh, 19 hits, though, for 3 piercing damage. He did not kill a vampire, did he? He didn't, he didn't kill a vampire, unfortunately. God damn it, Val... Or Ismark. Ismark. <laughs> God damn it, Valus can work in some, some cases. As I, I feel like Valus' luck might run out soon. <laughs> I mean, he's going to try him real hard. But that's an 11 to hit Valus with claw. Yeah. Hit Valus with claw. Yeah. <laughs> it's a 9 to try and bite Valus. Valus the immortal. <laughs> And a six. No, that would upset yes! Valus. <laughs> this is only going to cause problems later. <laughs> Valus, vampire killing god. They have plus, they have like a plus six to hit and they can't yes. do a damn thing. So right. do we and we keep missing. <laughs> You're fighting five challenge rating five creatures at third level. I think we level up after this. Missing a party member. <laughs> Though we have a lot of crow friends that likely are at least challenge rating half each. Yeah, but we, but those crows showed up like three rounds into the fight. That's true. These That's lights true. are astronomically shit right now. Vampires like, are... like, these vampires are rolling for shit. I'm like, thank God, or we'd have been TPK'd like round two. <laughs> That's not unfair. I'm not complaining at this case. I think it's Though, great. I uh, think it's amazing that now we're all going to have delusions about how easy it is to get rid of the vampire. What do you mean fucking easy? <laughs> This hasn't been easy at all. Uh, crow friends, uh, kill. Oh, hang on. First, the uh, one that's attacking us, Mark. 14. He's got a 17 AC. He's wearing split mail. He's actually pretty decently armored. Uh, no bite. 15 misses. Oh, uh, one that's, one that's on die, you, Maria. I'm going to die first, I bet. Yeah, with a natural 20. Ship um, Bye. <laughs> That's uh, that's that's sixteen points of slashing damage. I'm unconscious. That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. Uh, Claw misses you with a nine, though. I had. You're not gonna die. Zero. I had. I had fifteen hit points. You are not going to die. Well, I have three chances to not die. No, you have. You have, unless they attack you, absolutely zero chance of dying. Uh, well, the one that tried to attack her on the ground missed, so. Yeah. Uh, where Raven? Because uh, did he attack with advantage? He has 30-foot range on his, on his spare the dying. <laughs> yeah. Grave uh, cleric's rule, yo. First, the first where Raven is going to try and bite down on, uh, the very injured one. Uh, bite down. Uh, so the packed blade 18, goes away. 19. Deals a grand total of uh, 11 more damage. Oh, wait, no, it doesn't go away. It's still there. It only goes away if I die. Uh, other one's going to try and bite it down. Dealing. Yeah, only, because only resummoning hit. it in the middle of battle is a pain. Which is an action, but yeah. Uh, oh, 
As the as two of the were ravens pile onto the one that is biting down on Ismark, they reduce it to a pile of bloody ribbons that slowly begin to turn to ash. And this one's going to move over here and is going to bite onto the vampire spawn. Twice, dealing six more piercing damage. Uh, Maria, make me a death saving throw. Do, 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 do. One Ten. success. Valis, you're up. All right. So for my bonus action, I would like I am going to reach out and spare the dying on Maria. You can spare the dying as a bonus action. I spare the dying as a bonus action and at range. Nice. So I'm Maria, you are stabilized. You are no longer bleeding out. Yep. And then for my action, um, you know what? I'm kind of done with this, and that dude no longer has uh, a bunch of people in between me and him. And he's probably been healing up pretty well. A little bit. So we need to fix damage. that, and we need to guiding bolt him. And you know what? Let's make it a just because. Do you not have? Do you still have the thing that where you can just like declare someone to have vulnerability into your next turn? Yeah, but that takes an action. Okay. And right now, kind I of feel got, like my he's actions kind of got where ravens piling onto him. That's true. Vulnerability um, to piercing damage. Yeah, no, actually, that would be that would probably be good. Um, I mean, the other option is I could just turn them all and then watch them take massive opportunity attacks as they run away. Uh, they will take damage at the end of your turn, though. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, they'll take. Oh, that's true. That's true. Taking damage ends turning. Yep. Never mind. Uh, so yeah, I will. Yeah, let's go ahead and path to the grave that the the um that motherfucker right there. So the next thing that hits him, he has vulnerability to all of it. All right. Um and that is my turn. All right. Connie, you're up. So oh, everyone, everyone takes, takes one, one damage. Everyone takes oh, Yeah, one. everyone takes one damage. Okay. Everyone in the radius. That Connie is slowly dying is slowly... because she's not smart enough to get out of there. That paralyzed um... vampire is just screaming internally right now. <laughs> yeah. Just screaming internally, subtitles. Uh, this one? Yep. We should have staked, we should have tried to like stake three of them at once. That's what we should have done. Yeah. Me too. Uh, that will hit. Roll damage. Nine. Right, slashing damage, and then add your radiant if you want to. Uh, well, I don't have a choice. It's always the first person. Six. Okay. Six. Uh, so that's going to be three and six. is going to be nine. And second attack. <laughs> Natural <laughs> 20. 20. <laughs> Roll damage. 
20 reduced to 10. 20. 20. All right. Their turn. Uh, Ismark is freed, so he's going to... What do you have in your inventory, Ismark? <laughs> is there a healing potion in there? I don't think any of us have healing potions. No, there is not. Unfortunately. Look, I'm a barbarian. I'm a divine warrior, not a divine helper. Uh, in that case, he's just gonna go for killing things, because that seems to be the only way that you guys are getting out of here. Uh, Keep stabbing! He's gonna flank. He's gonna flank with Valis on the one that's trying to grapple Valis. I don't suppose the bone. I don't suppose the bones of Saint uh, of Saint Andrew are actually like magical items that heal people that they're that are in their possessions, are they? That's a very good question. Because <laughs> they are on my person. They are. Uh, and you have the bones of Saint Andrew. Worse, they turn you into a, a boat, a flesh golem, if you die with them in your possession. They turn you into a lich if you die with them in your possession. They don't seem to do anything yet. Damn it. Yep. Uh, he's gonna go ahead and deal 10 slash damage boost to fire. Whoa! Okay. Uh, well, it seems like Ismark found his courage. <laughs> bam! 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 Die, motherfucker, die! As he does a grand total of... I mean, he doesn't have any magic weapons, so it's a grand total of 12 damage, <laughs> but it's still 12 damage, which would have been 24 had he not been suffering that. Uh... <sighs> And that brings us to Vampire Spawn. Yep. They're going to try and take Valis out, but... I mean, it's definitely a thing that could happen. Yeah. All you need is one hit. Natural one. <laughs> I was 14. like... What? 14? Nope. Okay. Bite. Natural one. They keep biting their tongue, man. Velis, I appreciate that 11. you're tanking for me because nope. I totally am doing all the reckless attacks that would be giving them advantage on me. Oh, that's amazing! Uh, this vampire spawn, the only, the only other one, is going to try and fight the were-ravens. 25 deals 7 points of slashing damage to a were-raven. Eight misses the were-raven. Uh, were-raven's turn. This vampire is going to die. Flanking bite. The natural 20 deals... Oh, shit. Is that the ten. one who has vulnerability, yes. too? Yes, deals, deals 10 points of piercing damage, which becomes 20 points of piercing damage with vulnerability. <laughs> <laughs> rip out its guts next one deals six points of piercing damage 
And then 21 for 4 points of piercing damage, and another natural 20 for another 10 points of piercing damage. Ow. Third one's going to come finish the job. 5 and 5 is exactly what it needed. Uh, this third vampire dies under an onslaught as these three ravens, these three massive man-sized ravens just pile on this vampire spawn and start to peck and tear with their with their beaks and claws, just ripping it to shreds. Yay. Maria, you're stabilizing. Stabilized. Phallus, your turn. All right. Um... So I, I've got so bonus action for scimitar attack or, or great sword attack. Bastard sword. That's yes. That's <laughs> 17 All right, roll for eight, eight force damage. damage. Um, and uh, you know what? I will Yeah, now's probably the time I should heal myself cuz I got four hit points. <laughs> um Yeah, I will drop uh, I'll I'll drop a cure wounds on myself. Um for so I've got 8 hit points back. Well, and that is everything for me. Oh, oh, and of course now one damage to everything. How close is Connie to being unconscious? Like I think one hit point. I think Connie. No, yeah, just hit well, one. it. So after Valus ends his turn, I will be at one hit point. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yes, and my turn is over. So, Connie, okay. it's your turn. Yeah, Kill I'm at one hit that point. that motherfucker! So, reckless attack on the one near me. All right. Then step away. Yes, and then I'm going to just try and tank the opportunity attack if I don't kill it. Natural 20. It's roll damage? With double your radiant? Yep. Ow! Minimum damage on the sword, but a lot of damage on the radiant. So that is 13 radiant and when have 6 slashing. So 19 total. 19 total damage. Uh, you can... Things not looking good. <laughs> and then you're going to back off? Um, I'm going to make my bonus action attack first. Oh, yes, right. Another crit. 22. 22. Eleven. Eleven, Eleven roost to five. Oh. And then he has advantage if he wants to take his reaction on me, but I'm gonna back up to here. Okay. Uh, he's gonna... I mean, it looks like it was the double net one. There's a natural one and a two. <laughs> one or two. It wasn't a net one. It's great because otherwise I would have gone in conscious. In the radiant consumption aura, yeah. which is a bad place to go unconscious. Yeah. 
I mean, I would I I would have spent my bonus action to spare the die on you. Yeah, you you could fix it. And then it. you would have that been continually have doing damage. Yeah, exactly. And I just have to continually be using my bonus action to bring to keep you stable. Yeah. Because I yeah. can't turn off this aura, or the vampires start healing. <laughs> no, you're you're right. No, it's which it's, is it's, why I was trying to avoid going unconscious at all. Valid concerns, still concerns. <laughs> yeah, Mark. Ismark's gonna try and finish off this vampire here. I'm just like collapsed on a box over here. Ah, damn it, miss. Hit. There we go. For four. Short sword hits for another four. Vampire is on death's door, the one that's grappling you. Ismark Kalyanovich, vampire killer. Come on. And it brings it to their turn. Uh, the one that's being spiritual weapon is going to try Ooh. claws. There's only two left, so we've killed three. Sixteen. Nope! Sixteen again, damn it. <laughs> nope! Ah! My armor class, for the record, is seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> Try and fight you. Yep. Fifteen. No. Nope. Law. Seventeen on the money. Okay. Now I probably go down. Only eight slashing damage. Okay. Good. I am still up. That is. It's a good thing I healed myself because I healed myself for eight damage. So or so again, just for clarification's sake, we walked into a nest of six. Challenge rating five vampire spawn with three level three protagonists and an NPC. Apparently, and the dice are have decided this winning. is going well for you. <laughs> the dice think, decided this is going well for you. I think we go to level four or level five after this. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite, but you definitely level up after this. Oh, God. Uh, where ravens swoop in for the kill. Jesus. Yeah, kill this asshole. Kill, <laughs> kill that For God's sakes. <laughs> where Raven save us from death. I mean, we're doing fine. Yeah, sure. All right, first, where Raven finishes off this vampire, which frees up the second one to they've, continue moving. They've just stolen our kills. That's all. <laughs> fight, fight. Bite, bite, motherfucker. Bite. <laughs> <laughs> and then after this, Valus turns off the radiant conception, goes over, and just repeatedly applies hand axe to the paralyzed one until it's dead. <laughs> that is probably accurate. <laughs> Maria, you're stabilized. Valus, it's your turn. Okay. Um, you're no longer grappled. You I am no move. longer grappled? Yep, because the one that was grappling you is dead. Oh, is... Okay. Yeah. If that one is dead, then I, yeah, I will spend my bonus action to turn off my radiant consumption. <laughs> um, boop. And yeah, the, John was fairly accurate. Just walk over with well, act. There's, there's, there's one left. So. Wait, there is? Yeah, there's still one? the one between you and the spiritual weapon. This one is left. I thought that was the one that was grappling you. No, the one that was grappling you is this one. Oh! Never mind then. Un 
I mean, I do not turn off my radius consumption because there's still one well, standing. You you could still turn it off because when you hit him with your hand axe, he takes the radiant damage. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that is very true. And you can you can just shift to flank with the were raven. Yeah, and even without that, yeah. the were ravens killed one of them without the radiant damage. <laughs> uh, I will shift in a minute. Because first I'm spending my bonus action. Oh, no, it's, I spend my bonus action to <laughs> turn off radiant consumption. So, all right, that's fine. Then I will I will not attack with my, with, with my spiritual weapon. Um, uh, although, actually, you know what? Uh, let me see. No, I would need to have my radiant consumption on. So it's on until I attack, and then it's going to get turned off. Yeah, that's fine. Because radiant consumption needs to be on for me to be able to do the radiant damage. Uh, yeah, so just I assume you leave it on until you hit him, and then you turn yeah. it off. Because um, then Connie can run up and bash the fuck out of him. <laughs> I'm going to stay there and instead attack, use my attack for the the spiritual weapon because it has a slightly higher attack roll and does will probably do more damage. That's fair. Um, Can you apply the radiant consumption damage to the spiritual weapon? Yes, because it says when you deal damage to it with an attack or spell. Aha. Nice. Yeah. So, nine force damage, damage and three, three radiant. radiant damage. Yeah, also it does force damage, so it can't get resisted. Yep. Nice. And then I turn off the, the consumption. All right. Connie, you're up with your one hit point still standing. Okay, cool. Kill the vampire. Yeah, I'm going to just run up because I'm no longer in danger of dying to AoE. Blank with the bird. All right, roll me your attack. And I don't need to reckless, so... One is not zero. Me too. Roll damage. 11 slashing, reduced to 5, and 3 radiant. So that's going to be 8 damage. 12 misses. Unfortunately misses. <laughs> All right. Uh, Ismark, on his turn, is just going to stand on this pile of twigs and stab at this damn vampire. <laughs> dog pile. I'm sad I'm missing the dog pile on the vampire. 11 misses. Natural one misses. Short sword. 24 hits for three slashing. Uh, vampire spawn does not regenerate. Has not gotten to regenerate this entire fight and is very sad about it. Uh, is going to try and take out someone on the way out. Uh, Valis, 15 misses you. A 15 misses me, that is correct. And a natural one misses you. <laughs> These vampires have more rolled more natural ones than I ever have in my worst day as a player. The I dice have saved us. The dice have spoken. 
Ravens, attack! <laughs> yeah, the Ravens are just like, this isn't even a joke at this point. This thing is fucking dead. Uh, Ravens. Uh, fight. Just, just five. Pile of Ravens. Four, five. Three. Three. Six. Five. It's dead. <laughs> As this pile of, of giant humanoid ravens just rip this vampire to shreds. The only one left is paralyzed, so we're going to step out of initiative right now. Yeah. Valus will walk over here, uh, touch Maria, and healing hands, so you get three hit points back. I immediately sort of gasp, sit up, and like grab you by the face. Am I a vampire? I'm very, very sorry to say no. Good. <sighs> I am not actually sorry. I am not. I am glad. I would hate to not be able to sunbathe again. And then walks over here, <laughs> if you will excuse me a moment. <laughs> and then just start hacking that Valus, 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 Valus. It says, Valus, just one, two, three. I walk four. over and I hand Valus my packed blade. <laughs> Try this, it's faster. What makes Can you think other I... people use your packed blade? Yes. Yeah, Valus looks they can't over. use it. They can't like, use it as battered in vampire gore. Is like, what makes you think I want this to be quick? It's still conscious. <laughs> they 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 can't use it. They can't use it with all the bonus effects that I get for it. But they can use it like a magical weapon. Yeah, so long as it's within a certain distance of me. And and just like occasionally, as you're as you're swinging the axe down, occasionally when you pull the axe back up, one of the three were ravens just reaches down and pecks at it with its beak. And it's, so it's just like you and these three were ravens just going to town on this one vampire spawn. It is the saddest vampire in the history of vampirism. <laughs> I cast I cast cure wounds on myself. As the three of you just. As the four of you just finish it off, and eventually it is left nothing but a pile of blood slowly turning to ash. And once that's done, uh, I will cast... I will drop a level two cure wounds on Connie. Um, as, as this happens... It doesn't hit points back. It's, it's more kind of like... Seven or against... eleven? It's eleven hit points. Eleven. You cast second or eleven, yes, eleven, sorry. As, as Ismark kind of leans up against one of these piles of timber and looks around. Ah, I feel like that was fate smiling upon us. How does it feel to be Ismark vampire hunter? Or vampire killer? It, uh... It makes me a little bit more optimistic for our odds of actually saving this land. Uh, I look over... But these were merely spawned. Uh, look over at the crows. Uh, thank you, guardians of the town. One of them, um, the I, need what, I need to remember what their what the name of their organization is. Uh, one second. The Ravens. 
insert sport reference here. They're not called the bears. <laughs> the bears. Um, I think that was the Baltimore Ravens joke. Yeah, that oh. that was what I was going for. Um, so the uh, the the two of the were ravens look at the group of you. You have declared yourself to be enemies of Strahd this day. The keepers of the feather are now your allies. Hmm. Good. We appreciate it. You wouldn't happen to be carrying healing potions, would you? <laughs> no. But you will be safe in the Blue Water Inn. Is that where we stayed already? Or Yeah. yeah. That, is, that is good to know. I take it you are the people that are you are the birds we saw watching us from the window. We are. It's good to know. Erwin is a member of our order. He will see that you are that you are taken care of. I appreciate it. I look over at Valis. Definitely not the festivals. <laughs> the the three of them kind of begin to shrink and turn into regular raven forms, and then just start to fly out the window with the sound of calling. Uh, this went well. I I loot the ash piles. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I think there might. Yeah, I'm gonna check around the coffin see if they're storing anything else here. Yep. Uh, it's mostly piles of timber. Um, there's a little bit of lumber lying around that you might might have a use for if you feel like it. Um, and then. I wonder how big of a stake we could shove up Strad. It's like, it's like measuring out one of the logs. <laughs> yeah, there doesn't, um, there doesn't appear to be much in the way of treasure in this room. Okay. Uh, in that case, Connie will look to the other two. Pull back out that torch that she probably dropped when um, there was vampires to kill. We do not... This place has been tainted by a great evil. We do not, Indeed. We do not need to burn down the building. Arson is frowned upon in most civilized societies. Normally... <clears throat> <clears throat> Excuse me. While I was hacking the vampire to pieces, I got a little bit in my throat. It happens. Um. Normally... I would be all for destroying this place, but it is one uh, bill. It is one house amidst several wooden buildings, and I don't think we should burn the town down. Also, we are not actually ruling authority of the town. We don't have the jurisdiction to pass that. Vampires killing—that's one thing. No, we could report. We could report our coffin maker friend to the authorities. I feel like he was likely doing this under coercion, and has probably paid his dues now, with his missing sanity and now coin. I say, jingling the bag that I have. <laughs> Fine. 
Well then, let us return these uh, holy artifacts that are in my bag to the church. I am certain they play a major part in the protection of the city. Or at the very least, they should be worth something. W worth this, <laughs> I say, pointing at the piles of ash. <laughs> Not wrong. And I will begin to head downstairs. And when I see the coffin maker, I will look him in the eye and say, your vampires are dead. And continue walking. He doesn't say anything. He just keeps his eyes downcast. And <laughs> You make your way out back into the village of Falaki. Now six vampires spawn shorter. You know, the sun seems slightly brighter through the haze of the fog above. <laughs> head mm. back head back towards the church. Yarp. All right, so you all make your way back to the Church of St. Andrew. Uh, the door opens, and once again, um, the elderly uh, keeper, uh, Father Lucian Petrovich. Uh, uh, yes? <laughs> Us covered in blood and injuries. Good Lord, are you all right? Uh, there was a slight hitch in the plan, but I say handing out the bag that has the bones in it. You've recovered the bones of your St. Andrew. Oh, well, morning Lord be praised. And he takes the bones. We'll have these interred right immediately. And he immediately, like, into the main part of the chapel starts to pull up the floorboards where the, where the resting place was. <laughs> Follow in explaining what we've been through. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, it seems even Strahd, it seems Strahd would... Even here, attempt to reach. Hmm. I suspect, then, that the theft of these bones was to weaken this church to be a viable target for attack. Well, then it is a good thing that we have succeeded in retrieving them so quickly. Indeed. As, as he kind of, like, finishes laying the bones to rest and pass down the dirt underneath, there is a veritable wash of holy energy that kind of radiates out and covers over the entire area. Uh, Valis, you recognize this as being the similar to the effects of the Hallow spell. Okay. Now hallowed ground. Ooh, that's a good one. This church is now hallowed ground. Huh. Well, that has been dealt with. What are we going to do next? I've forgotten. <laughs> I say yes. sitting down in a pew. <laughs> uh, Ismar kind of speaks up. I believe our next destination was the old mill. Uh, we'll rest first, yes. As yes, says, but... the... Yes. The hag. Out of character, I do know because I keep notes. We were going to... We were trying to find two people that went missing from the manor. Yes. So we were going around to the various places to confirm that the festivals weren't saving the town so we could fuck with the festivals, potentially, with moral impunity. 
which we have now done. <laughs> um, but yes, the next quest objective was technically the mill. Well, you shall rest. Mm-hmm. Uh, visit the mill to let some of the cacophony of the town die down, and then when we return, investigate the lovely, ever so convincing uh, burgermeister of the town for our missing people. Indeed. <laughs> Just sort of slump down in the pew and start snoring. <laughs> Eventually, you guys make it back to the blue yeah. water. Yeah, I was gonna say, as Maria slumps down, Connie will just pick her up. <laughs> Garments carry. I am very back light. <laughs> You'll make your way back to the Burgermeister Inn. Uh, you get a long rest. Go ahead and level up to level four. Well, not the Burgermeister Inn, the blue something. Or the, the blue, the blue, the blue water inn. Yeah. Blurred. You're just mentioning the Burgermeister. Yeah. Uh, you. At the at the Blue Water Inn, you can go ahead and level up to level four if you feel like. I have it. I have my character sheet on D and D Beyond, D and D Beyond dot com. Your resource for everything D and D and beyond. Uh, that D and D Beyond. We'd love to be sponsored, by the way. <laughs> We'd uh -huh. love it. But it's very easy to level up because I've got my care. I've got a copy of my character sheet there, so I can just go edit level four. I am <laughs> literally doing the same thing. Yep. And it tells me all I'm taking my e ABS in con. More health. Sweet. I am vaguely considering... Uh, um, by the way, does that rest get rid of my reduced health max? Yes, you do take a long rest and you get your max health back. Okay. Um... I'm trying to remember what my hit die is real quick. Attack against target. Plump. Uh, your hit die is 12, D12. Yep, that's why I hit the button. Yeah. Because then it tells me. By the way, William, while we're doing this, I did notice that our characters' hit points are not linked to our character sheets, so the maxes don't change. I could have sworn. Oh, it's 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 a thing where if you make a copy of a token and then you copy the wrong copy of the token, it's yeah. It's, yeah, it all do it's do a thing that it's, Don't worry about it too much. I just was. I I was like I could have sworn I had more hit points than that. Oh I'll wait, I totally did. I'll I'll solve it between weeks. Yep. Okay. Um, all right. So you all let me know if you take any feats. I'm just gonna take an yep, ABS improvement uh, for charisma, getting my charisma to twenty. Taking Warcaster Vilas. Yep. All right. I vaguely th I I for a minute there I was considering Sentinel, and I may still take that some point down the line, but Warcaster is just too damn useful yeah yeah i just took an abs improvement getting my charisma up to 20 i want more hit points so that's what i did all right so you all get another 
You know, it would be really useful if I had any amount and any level of radiant damage that I could take in form of spell, but I don't. <laughs> Hexblades don't do radiant damage. Not typically, no. Uh, so I have instead taken Shadowblade. Uh, I mean, it would be a long ways off, like near the end of the campaign, but you could eventually cast Wall of Light. Yeah. Eventually. Actually, no, I'm taking Mirror Image. And we're done. All right. Uh, so you awake the next morning at the Blue Water Inn. Stretch. Mm-hmm. I feel uh, much healthier for some reason. Oh, well. as, you all, as you all convene downstairs. All right. So, any business we still have within this town before we leave? And none, I think, that takes precedent over the meal. We should deal with the hag before she returns to any other towns with her pastries. Indeed. Um, Ismark kind of offers a nod over the counter to Danica. Uh, apparently he'd had a conversation with her over the over the course of the evening. and You, you notice that you guys did not actually have to pay for any rooms tonight. <laughs> oh, hey, nice. Lovely. <sighs> All right. Well, off to the mill. I believe we passed it on the way in. Uh, do we have a map of any kind? I say, looking around at the others. Uh, well, I have the closest thing to a map of the land. He says as he rolls out a scroll, uh, which is a. I need to bring you guys back over here so I can then drag you back over to uh, the map of Barovia. Uh, uh, let's see, we are currently here in Valaki. Ah, yes, it was up the hill uh, on the other side of the forest, I believe. Yes. Only a few miles away. Um, I, as, as, one who is, uh, as one who is native to this land, uh, would, it be a pro- would it be dangerous to go through the forest? Uh, immensely so. Ah. But it would definitely be faster. We'd be going all around this Valish road and all the way back up the hall to take the roads, but it would be the safer route. Uh, and would also theoretically hi- shield us from the eyes of the hag if we approach the forest. I look at that the... one. I can't say the hags are mysterious. Yeah. I look at the other two. What do you think? Should we take the road or go through the forest? You know me. I prefer direct approaches. Uh, Connie will flip through her book for several pages. Make haste when there is day. Danger to what is holy. And uh, through the woods we go. It is but a mile, but a mile and a bit through the woods, so we should arrive there in but a few hours, supposing that we do not uh, run into hindrances along the way. Technically, if we were flying, it would take us half an hour, but... <laughs> we have to walk through woods. Um, 
uh, as you're as you're leaving, um, uh, Irwin, the sort of uh, tall, kind of looking fellow, as you notice the uh, the the long black beard with the small streaks of gray in it, uh, as he as you're leaving, he approaches the group of you. Um, so. I would I would thank you for your assistance in the previous eve. Which assistance would that be? I think you know which. Oh, those. Uh, I sort of look at him and tilt my head as if I'm trying to figure out what his face would look like if it was a bird. <laughs> and I would let you know the keepers of the feather are with you. And in times of danger, if we are near, we will come to your aid. I appreciate that. Let's say looking at the other two. Hmm. Um. If you need signal us, the cry of a raven is our signal. Very well. I mentally go over if I can emulate that. <laughs> we can tell when one is made by human mouths. Of course. We will we will call our hearts out if we need assistance. <laughs> in the Good luck of, on your travels. In the middle of Strahd's <laughs> castle. Car, 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 fucking car! <laughs> <laughs> They said if they're near. I doubt it. <laughs> a bunch of us screaming caught at the top of our lungs and we're all running around in circles. <laughs> Suddenly, caw caw, motherfucker. <laughs> yep. Caw caw, motherfucker. Uh, I wish you luck on your travels. May you do well to bring light to this land. Thank you. We're off to kill a hag. Yes. All and right. Action follows the statement. <laughs> you all make your way uh, into the woods, which uh, it'll only take you, or normally it would take like several hours. It would only take you about Point five miles at walking pace. Take you about two or three hours to get there, but it is the woods. So I'm going to need... As the sun is slowly beginning to set. Uh... Oh, no, this is the morning. I thought we morning. taken a long I say, rest. You took a long rest. Yeah. I'm an idiot. It's this is the morning. Uh, but I still need uh, a D12 and a D8 from two people. I'll get the 12. D8. Ten. Okay, so that's the first D12. Five. I did not see the D8, but I'll take it as a five. Yeah, there it is. Uh, oh, there it is. And then I need a second one. And then I'll slow all day. No worries. And then I need another pair of those. I'll let Jeremy get this one. <laughs> Eleven. And five. So I have a fifteen and a sixteen. All right. 
One of those is Strahd. The other is a dragon. You get to pick. But you don't know which one. Uh, does Strahd seem like an even number or an odd number? Does a dragon seem like an even number or an odd number? <laughs> um, so as you as you wander through the forest, you eventually... Uh, I'd like everyone to roll me a perception check. Perception. Oh, I don't have advantage, but that was a natural 20. <laughs> Alright. Five. Seven. So, Maria, you notice and try and stop Connie just before she basically trips over a corpse that she basically lands on. And uh, uh, oh well, I tried. I pull out my great sword. Does it seem like it's gonna start moving? Uh, it does not. But as you as you look at it, you see what looks to have at one point been some form of Barovian woman. Uh, but it's hard to tell because she's been torn to pieces by what look like wolf bites. Very Does large this woman by any chance match the description we got of the lady of the house, the lady, the maidservant lady we're looking for. I mean, it might, but it's impossible to tell because it's been so far eaten. Okay. Uh, Valus, is there anything you can do for this poor woman? As I just, uh, just for precaution's sake, hold out my hand and summon another packed blade. This one is a Nodachi. I'm sorry, I had to type some things. We found a corpse torn up by It's wolves. just a corpse, there's nothing, okay. Yeah. She hasn't woken up, but it's daytime right now, so... Well, I will eyes of, just to make sure that, that she isn't currently, I will eyes of the grave. She undead? Uh, she does not appear to be undead. And there are no undead within 60 feet of us? Nope. And then I will cast... Yeah. I will go ahead and cast the best thing I can do. Uh, gentle repose. All right. Do you take 10 minutes? Yes. Because I right. don't want to use my spell slot. All right. So you take 10 minutes and you uh, cast the gentle repose spell on the corpse. It, it washes over it and you get the sense that it will help further decay, but this corpse is already pretty mangled. Yeah, that's fine. It's just, it's going to annoy Strut if he walks by this court site. Hmm, I think I'll make you a zombie. Shit, it wouldn't work. Oh, well. <laughs> It'll be a mild annoyance. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, well, let me walk five feet to the next corpse. And then <laughs> just do a quick check of any valuables and bury the body. Ah, uh, doesn't seem to have anything super valuable on Okay. 
Yeah, the the main point of it was, can we make this not come back, possibly? Yes. Uh, and you, well, you travel... Uh, can I try and, like... Never mind. You trying to do something? No, it, it's fine. Okay. Um, you travel for another hour or so, roughly. You're still in the forest, but you're getting a little bit closer. Uh, when a deep voice calls out, Who goes there? Through the chill mist, you see a large man in drab clothing wearing a tattered gray cloak. He has shaggy black hair and thick mutton chops. He leans heavily on a spear and has a small bundle of animal pelts slung over his shoulder. Uh, travelers from Valaki. Valaki. <coughs> Your kind usually know better than to journey this far into the woods. Well, we are foolish and foolhardy. Uh, bear you silver with you. Of what sort? Of the weaponry kind. Insight check. <laughs> Before I answer. I... Is this man a werewolf? <laughs> I you can't tell that is by 21, insight. Twenty one, but like like I guess is, is like is he asking out of caution for himself or caution for us? Like Um how well he gets his point across. Uh, 21? It's hard to read, but you get the sense that he is asking if you are protected or not. Basically, like, in the, in the sense that you might gather someone else is asking, um, do you have a gun in case you get robbed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, we have equivalencies. Uh, roll me a persuasion check. It's general charisma, like, for a persuasion check. Nine! Eh, <laughs> uh, that's so. Well, be careful out there. My trapper mates and I... We walk these woods, and there's all there's all manner of unsavory beasts that come out at night. We're trying not to stay out here that long. Well, good fortune to you, then. You as well. Right. He kind of gives you a wave and disappears back into the forest. I think that was one of the, uh, what are they, the wolf, the wolf people, the, uh... What are they called? The, the, the people from Velaki that have the wolf pelts. The wolf brothers? Those, yes. I think that may have been uh, one of the wolf brothers. Uh, you saw the two oh. of them. It, was, it wasn't either of them. Oh, well, never mind then. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought the wolf brothers was an organization, not two brothers. No, they're two <laughs> brothers that hunt wolves. Okay, never mind. Well, that was concerning. Keep an eye out for traps, I guess? Yes. And let us continue on. Alright. Uh, 
you walk uh, the rest of the way, and eventually, I need to pull up the old bone grinder. The old bone grinder, you say? Yes, I say old bone grinder. As in a bone grinder that is of, of a certain age. You know, I just finished the new season of Series of Unfortunate Events, so that give that in connection to a mill brings up a very specific image. <laughs> uh, you you eventually you you you're approaching it from the windmill side. So the first thing that you see as you end up approaching is the blades of the windmill as you as you end up passing more through the forest and the woods slowly kind of start to um, peel away. Well, I believe this is a time that would call for, shall we say, stealth. We would like to approach quietly and try not to draw the attention of the hag before it is ready for our ambush. And as as you the the thick wood uh, of the forest near Velaki of the Svalich Woods um, transitions here from being to being a uh, from being a, a thick forest to a mountainside that descends into a fog-filled valley. Uh, in the heart of the valley, you see a walled. You see the uh, windmill that is. Sorry, you're actually heading up the valley from here. It's near the near the near the edge of near the edge of this valley. Sorry, I'm trying I'm trying to reorient from because you're supposed to be approaching it from the road. Yeah, I'm trying to reorient myself based on coming from the forest. The, the valley with the walled city is behind us. Yeah, you're you're actually heading up the up the edge of the valley uh, towards the outside, um, and as you as you approach the higher end, uh, you see this lone. Uh, a branch on the road leads to this sort of dilapidated stone windmill with warped wooden veins that have been stripped bare. Uh, and the onion-domed edifice leans forward into one side as though trying to turn away from the stormy gray sky. You see gray brick walls and dirt-covered windows on the upper floors. A decrepit wooden platform encircles the windmill above a flimsy doorway leading to the building's interior. Perched on a wooden beam above the door is a raven. It hops about and squawks at you, seemingly agitated. Does it look like one of our uh, one of our new friends or a normal raven? Uh, roll me an inside check. Natural twenty. Uh, it seems to be a normal raven, but you've noticed that even normal ravens are more intelligent here than they seem, and it seems to be trying to warn you. About this place, like, but worn away, worn towards. Like worn, this place is dangerous. Oh yeah, no, we we get that part. Hey. Uh, after after it sees that you seem to have gotten its message, it flies off toward Velaki. Uh, the ravens watch over people even this far out, apparently. Let's say watching it fly back. Well then. Shall we approach? Sure. I will stealth closer. 
I'll stealth too. Twenty. Nine. <laughs> Nine. Nine. I walk straight up. <laughs> In other words, I got a five on my stealth roll. <laughs> but yes, he just. I like the I like the idea that he just looks at them thinking and doesn't even bother and just starts walking straight up. I I I I kind of imagine uh, Valus like Valus's version of sneaking is crouching slightly or slouching slightly, and like hitching up his cloak and just walking normally. <laughs> It's like, vroom, vroom. <laughs> all right. So you approach central door, the old bone grinder. I have to hop you between maps to get back over there because this goddamn game has so many different map screens. Click and drag. There we go. Alright, so apparently there are the hag and the knowledge we seek to battle Strahd both lie here. So let us be careful and not poke anything that needs to not be poked. Okay? Right. Who wants to try the Can dark? I insight? Because sounds like Maria doesn't want us poking the hag. Natural 20 on the insight. To no, uh, Maria doesn't care about poking the hag. Maria doesn't want us to accidentally break the thing that we need for whatever knowledge is. <laughs> okay. Like, poke the hag to death. That's fine. <laughs> oh, who wants to tie the door? You know how I try doors. I will go up and jiggle the handle. The door seems to be unlocked. It's just kind of loosely swinging. All right. Uh, as I open this. Dynamic lighting. Look around. Do I see uh, anything? The ground, the gr hang on. <laughs> box text. I see box text. Box text. <laughs> the ground floor has been converted into a makeshift kitchen, but the room is filthy. Baskets and old dishware are piled everywhere. Adding to the clutter is a peddler's cart, a chicken coop, a heavy wooden trunk, and a pretty wooden cabinet with flowers painted on its doors. In addition to the clucking of the chickens, you hear toads croaking. Sweet smell of pastries blends horridly with the stench that burns your nostrils. 
awful odor comes from out of an open, upright barrel in the center of the room. Warmth issues from a brick oven against one wall, and a crumbling staircase ascends the wall across from it. Shrieks and cackles from somewhere higher up cause the old mill to shudder. I look back. I point up. And I step in to let other people go up the stairs first. Yep, Valis is... <laughs> doopy doopy doo! <laughs> Oh, I, I will go up the stairs after Phallus and Connie. Okay. All right. Uh, I think we may need to be transitioned to wherever the stairs are. Yes, give me one second. As I do 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 a haggard, heavy-set old woman with a face as wrinkled as a boiled apple sweeps the floor, pushing around a few old bones and stirring up a cloud of white dust with her broom. She wears a blood-stained, flower-caked apron. A long, sharp bodkin impales her bundled-up mound of gray hair. The dirt-caked windows allow very little light to enter this eight-foot-high chamber, most of which is taken up by a large millstone connected to a wooden gear shaft that rises through the ceiling in the center of the room. A long staircase continues up toward the sound of cackling. Uh, and you recognize this woman as the old woman that you encountered uh, selling pastries. And she looks at the group of you. It's you again. Have you come to do proper business this time? Um... I will launch a guiding bolt. I mean, I'm right next to her, so no. Do you happen to have inflict wounds? That was going to be my yep. <laughs> I cast mirror image in the stairwell. Yep. All right, so as you all go to attack, I'm assuming, I don't yep. think Valis is going to wait for conversation. No. As you all as you all prepare to attack and get the jump on this on this elderly hag, that is where we're going to end for the night. Good, because we'll probably need our monk. <laughs> I yeah. was going to say, yeah. All right. Say goodbye, everybody. Uh, bye. Bye. <laughs>